welcome back to the Jim Burns Day podcast. Once again, we've been away doing stuff, you know, real stuff and not fanning around. Well, we did fanning around for quite a lot. But anyway, listen, they paid us for that. So, yeah, we have been up to a lot. We'll fill you in now. When was the last time we did this? Before E3? Before, week before E3. Week before E3. Yeah, it was a week before E3. And, and we said, yeah, we'll do loads of stuff at E3. Yeah, we're going to do loads of stuff at E3. And then we got to E3 and we're like, nah, it's too, it's too much fucking bother, lads. Just no, it was, we were, uh, we've been paid and contracted to actually do other stuff, which we discovered when we got there mm. we had to do, which is a shocker. And really, I don't think in the spirit of uh, the entire endeavour. But we did yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, that was the week after we got there. Yeah, I mean, the week we got there, we just sat around in Venice Beach going absolutely fucking mad. Yeah. Um, we can't really go into a lot of the details because most of them are borderline illegal mm-hmm. or actually illegal. But it was fun. It was, it was good. Fucking, all I remember about California now is that there were fucking scooters everywhere. Tiny scooters. Um, well, just in... But not people, not the people we were using them. They were just on the side of the road. No, everyone was using them. We saw... What's his name? Bob's manager. Cutting about. Um, Eddie Howe. Yeah. He was, uh, he, he was the most famous person I saw there. I saw the GameStop team using them. But, like, not people <laughs> were using them. Yeah. But most of them were sitting at the side of the road like waiting to be rented yeah so if you don't know what these are they're, yeah. they're tiny electric powered scooters that you power via your your phone well actually you, you use by your phone so there's a little yeah. QR code and you use the app and I think it's a dollar for the first 30 minutes and then it goes up so what you see is people leaping off them when it gets to 28 or 29 and trying to find another one like a video game so they can they don't have to pay more than like a dollar for the next half an hour it goes up to three dollars or something and so yeah you've got this mad dystopic vision of like some 20 year old jumping off and letting it career into traffic while they try and find another one that's why there's so many of them littering uh santa monica but you're not allowed them in downtown apparently Mm. they're like no not into that i think you did uh, just skip over meeting ron jeremy in a bar. Oh yeah, we're going to get to be statue of uh, big old Lemmy. Yeah, we'll get. Uh, it was uh, it was interesting. I went to the Rainbow Lounge. Uh, it's the only good place in LA. Yeah, some of my uh, my friends and uh, well wishers had said, "Steve, you should you know come here." And they were like, "Oh, it's good. You'll like it." It used to be the hangout for you know Led Zeppelin and the rest of all those guys in the seventies. And I went there, and there was a, uh, a a band on, and they were playing classics from bands like Heart and Zeppelin and the rest of it. And yeah, then Ron Jeremy turned up with a kazoo and got on stage and started playing <laughs> uh, some of that. Uh, yeah, he was wearing a Booganite shirt. Oh, I didn't ask for an explanation because I thought the explanation oh, Jeremy doesn't have to give one. Yeah, exactly. It would be stupider. Um, he's, uh, I hear he's a wrong one, I don't know. But it was weird seeing Ron Jeremy turn up in a weird Booganite shirt. It actually put me off my evening, to be honest. I had to escape there almost, uh, almost immediately. But that was good. Yeah. That was fun, wasn't it? What else fun? What other fun things did we do, boys? Well, E3. Jim did his Muscle Beach session, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just remember spending E3 leaving nights out before they, uh, like, nah, got to about 10 o'clock a few on a few occasions and went, you know what, I'm going to get out of the bureau. So you changed, Jim. That's, Maybe yeah. We can leave this into Brendan Common's question of who's the biggest liability when you're out on the lash. It's me. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Which is why I've started leaving at half nine. Mate, I like Gin Trinker. He's good. No, he's, yeah, Gin Trinker's uh, is good. You know, with fucking 20 gins in, you get a bit loud. You, you're making out like I did something fucking that's going to come out in 20 years. Yeah, it will. You know. Yeah, it will. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> uh, yeah, on that note, uh, it's, uh, so it's my... Th- 34th birthday uh, on September the 6th <laughs> so that means I'm only six years away from um, getting in the bin and setting it on fire which <laughs> it, it makes it sound pretty real I'm, I'm excited about it like you know when you, you 
maybe a new game's coming out or a film's coming out, you're going to Disneyland and it just seems so far off and then bang, you're like, wow, it's just it's just like six months away. Hmm. I think you've so, answered uh, maybe a wizard's question there of how long until the end and which one are you looking forward to it the most? Oh, well, I just can't wait. Burns, isn't oh, it? Big... Although the end might come a lot sooner for all of us. Mm, well, I mean, I'm not necessarily against it, but I do have a couple of things I need to get done. There's a few uh, clerical, uh, administrative... Things that need to be squared, but I mean, either way, it's you know, I'm you know, I'm pretty old now. It's been fun, isn't it? And I spend most of my adult life being a fucking dickhead, and somehow like no just one's having ever a lot of you as an adult. Yeah. So, well, excuse me, mate. Excuse me. How dare you? Um, but yeah, so we went to E3. We did some work. There was a game you may have heard of. Yeah. It came out. Mm-hmm. It was massive. Mm-hmm. It was. Amazingly, you managed to keep secret until it was released. I'm yeah, like, I'm very yeah. happy about yeah. that. Resident Evil 2 blew the dicks off everyone mm-hmm. that ever got close to it, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it went down really well. And it was nice to be in the booth and see people who had been mm-hmm. queuing for ages to get in and play it. And so we were interviewing a few people who came out afterwards. And universally, they were like, this is good. And I thought that actually a lot of people might, some naysayers might go, oh, it's just nostalgia talking. But a lot of people who I thought maybe on the fence, they came out like, fucking mm. hell, they really... It plays really well, doesn't it? Yeah. They, in fairness to Capcom, they put a lot of effort into it. It's not been phoned in. And they're not paying me to say that. Pay me to do other things. Not say that. This was American radio. Everything I said been paid for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. Well, how do you guys find E3? Well, it was a really good E3 this year in general, actually. One of the best that we've had for a long time. Like, just seemed to be fucking belter after belter getting announced. And yeah, yeah I was well into it. We haven't had, I don't think we've had a, because we've had like good things at every E3, but it's usually been like one or two sort of megatons and then, you know, a bunch of stuff and it's just a trade show and it might as well be like you know be the Wix trade show do you know what I mean <laughs> but <laughs> people comparing gauges of copper wire and that but like actually this year it felt like it was like the 2008 2009 E3s you know it felt like oh fucking hell there's loads of stuff coming out that I'm really interested in there's only one game coming out that you should be interested in and that is Death Stranding yeah because it's going to be I mean it looks fucking crazy I'm excited by what it could become because it could become it could become the new MGS2 and by that I mean a game that's universally hyped great trailers a lot of interest and then you play it like there's nothing here there's mm. nothing here mm. And Kojima, I think, as much of a genius as he may be in some regards, he needs a good editor. He needs someone to say no. And mm. at the moment, it appears like no one's saying no. So actually, you get something really special then. Mm. You get, you get like, something crazily unique, at least. Yeah, you get Heaven's Gate. Or you, know, you get The Matrix Reloaded again. You get something so awe-inspiring as shit that you just have to admire it. Mm-hmm. You have to admire that someone went, here's a hundred million dollars. <laughs> and you went, yeah, here's the yeah. game. I'm a fucking Deliveroo man. How much is the, the Sony deal? Isn't it like 200 million? I don't know. It's, it's got to be close ridiculous. to that, I just thought. It's but like, I mean, I like that at the moment, he uh, he just seems to be flying around the world. Mm-hmm. Just going, oh, I'm just doing this now. I'm watching God- Godzilla on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone saying like, um, is, uh, is, is Hideo in? No, he's out. Mm-hmm. When's the game coming? Man, this is it's the just, You just, should have known this, shouldn't you? You should have known. I mean, a, a quick Google search would have been fun. <laughs> at least it's an interesting concept. It's not just another shoot banger. It's it's interesting, at least. I don't necessarily think that, that a lot of it won't work. The Piss Baby, for example. <laughs> uh, who knows? 
But yeah, I mean, I will. This is that you say one thing about Kojima, I'll always be interested in what he does. Hmm. And there's a lot of film directors who were like that or are like that. So he'd always be interested in what Francis Coppola was doing, mm-hmm. because even though even if it turned out to be low as shit, like when Francis Coppola directed Jack, who were like, he's doing what? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who did the conversation is directing this. And you're like, I've got to see it. I have to see it. I mean, he's just doing it for a paycheck. We'll but. talk about Big Francis's cousin in a bit as well when we get through. Oh, he's my favourite. He's but, my um, favourite. Obviously, Hitman 2 as well, Steve. And you, that's probably, apart from Resi 2, obviously. Yeah. You must well, Resi 2 was legitimately, my, like, my game of the show, obviously, kind of knew about it. But we didn't, uh, one thing, we didn't have, one of the things that made Resi 2 was, as I say, the people. People who didn't know it was coming. And we sat and watched the reveal with some of the Capcom team. And... It was that first-person rat trailer uh, that was, you know, where the rat goes around, and then, and the like, the pot in uh, the conference and like on Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, everything was just, and we were just yucking it up. I remember it was a few games journalists going, "What is this? Like rat simulator or something?" <laughs> so shut it, ass piece. You're about to look very stupid yeah. very quickly. But yeah, it plays fantastically well. Hitman Two. I'm so glad that that's a thing. Very glad that that's a thing. Um, and the rest of the games are shit, aren't they? Well, well, no, no, Fallout 76, that was announced as well. Oh, that, no, that was, was good. That was good. That, that, that was, yeah. I don't know, I didn't watch any rest of it. I was too busy. Like, in the bar. I was in the bar. And then, uh, no, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, actually. I think that looks good, but you have a little fucking whine about it, don't you? Well, when's she going to become the Tomb Raider? She already is the Tomb Raider. You know what she is? She's like, Laura Croft of this, the... This is the... This, this, is, just, this, just, this, just this is the shittest fucking... Shut what's the deal no. with airline food fucking routine yeah, no, that people have been doing since Rise of the Tomb Raider. Listen, she listen. is the fucking Tomb Raider. That's the end nah, of it. Nah, at the moment, Laura Croft's being exploited. She's doing the job but not getting paid for it. Okay? <laughs> she... <laughs> Uh, I just how many more games uh, what I would like to see actually is that the tomb, those two Mario games getting seemingly increasingly dark mm-hmm. I'd like to see them get a bit more fun like there's a fucking dinosaur in the first Tomb Raider game more like an Uncharted but not necessarily like a glib but just something where it's like at some point a dinosaur may turn up and you're like cool and why, and but in the newer ones, they'd have to explain it. There'd be some sort of like cloning bullshit. I mean, just play the first game, a fucking dinosaur turns up, and you go, "Yes, I would like them to shoot the raptors and then T Rex." Yes, I would like, like them to acknowledge that that the new Tomb Raider trilogy, or I mean, it always has been. It's essentially it's colonialism, but as a fucking action movie, isn't well, it? They all so, are. They all are. You know, so, Nick, Nick and stuff, isn't it? I mean, it's just like glorified nicking. Yeah. And actually, it's like murder as well. So it's just nicking, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of answered Michael Parkin's question about what was the best game you saw at E3 and the most excited about. But we didn't well, actually... I didn't answer that. Excuse me. Okay, what's yours then, Jim? Uh, which is the one that is going to pay our rent for the next six months? don't know if that's you <laughs> write a letter and we'll say it on the next podcast yeah I mean if you Spence want doesn't even like Resident Evil he's never played it I've never it's amazing I've never played it never <laughs> never played a single Resident Evil game yeah. but, uh, but Jim listen whichever one benefits me personally and financially that's the one I like my favourite oh, game some, was, some of that new shite that you mm. I mean, it's not shite in fairness but the Elder Scrolls I really, really enjoyed. Uh, excuse me. Fucking how many fucking versions of FIFA are there exactly? Right. <laughs> so uh, Elder Scrolls Blades look, looks really cool actually, and a lot of people were just like, "How dare this fucking multi tentacled franchise do stuff that I'm not immediately interested in?" But I actually think it looks great uh, for a mobile. I mean, if you want a mobile version of Elder Scrolls, it's probably quite a pure sort of. 
interpretation of it for that sort of platform. Fallout 76 um, initially was a, a bit of a hard sell because it was like, but this is Fallout 76 without the people. Um, but then realizing that actually that plays to the massively to the strengths of Bethesda. Mm-hmm. So you know, all their most interesting stuff, all the most interesting stuff in Fallout games is environmental storytelling, and this is going to be a game about. Yeah, that. I did, I, some so, of the characters just annoyed me. Yeah, because exactly. they should have been tidying up. <laughs> I'm running a detective agency. You're running a fuck, like a detective agency, and you couldn't fucking yeah, remove yeah. it. You're running this a shit detective agency, and you've got an entire fucking shelf full of broken fans. What's yeah. that? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It doesn't say competent logic yeah. to uh, yeah, no, too That fucking Diamond City. Like, yeah, we built a city and in, in, I love that the stadium. Firstly, that. Like, I started replaying it, and I somehow missed because there's about six not even clues it literally says fucking Boston on a sign or something and I somehow missed it and didn't know what the green thing was until I was like oh my god it's Fenway Park that's so fucking cool Dave you used to live in Boston yeah no, that's why I found you finding Fenway idiot. Park so cool <laughs> but then having started to replay it I was like oh actually it's loads of, it literally just says welcome to Boston <laughs> I must have been really drunk. That's why the opening of Fallout is, is my favourite because mm. Fallout 4 because it's like, oh, we've got to run for the show when the, the nukes about go off. It's like, no. Great. And then it ends <laughs> and it's like, and then there's like a whole credit sequence. Like, yeah. oh, fucking what a great game. Burns is yeah. raging that he couldn't stand <laughs> yeah, inside yeah. and let like, the nukes take him. Yeah. It's only seven minutes long, but God, it was worth yeah. 50 like the, old, like the old Far Cry <laughs> thing where you can yeah. let the game finish itself within like 20 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. And just by yeah. doing exactly what you're told at the start of the game. Yeah. And it's like, just sit here. And just sit here. And then he comes back. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Douche. Yeah. The definitive, the proper ending, I feel. Yeah, I mean, it's actually a lot more realistic than uh, driving around um, wherever it is, shooting the fuck out of like 5,000 people. What, Montana? Or? No, not oh, five. Himalayas, yeah, sorry. Shut it out, please. Did you play much of Far Cry 5? I tried to play again last night, actually. Mm. And I'm onto the third area now. Right. And one thing I love about Far Cry 5 is it telegraphs its ending about five minutes in. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, that the game will snatch you out of its lovely open world to give you a shit cutscene that no one gives a single fuck about. Mm-hmm. And then so I started, I did a little settlement, mm-hmm. and then I was in a helicopter. I landed the helicopter. I was snatched to go and speak to some fucking weird drug head. And then when you know what, get fucked and turned off, put Pez back on. <laughs> Don't tell me how to play this That's the problem game. with Far Cry 5. Far Cry 5 is if it was just, if it, if, if it let you, if it was like Far Cry 4 and it just let you get on with it and do whatever the fuck you want, it would have been perfect. Mm. But every like 20 seconds, it's like, oh, you're going to be fucking, you're going to be tranked now and then dragged off and then, yeah. and then you've got to do a fucking like, side mission. You know, because every time I go off in Far Cry 5 to do a specific thing, other shit just keeps happening that distracts me from the, I'm like, this isn't great open world design. It should provide light distractions while you're traversing and stuff like it's like that. Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. there's loads of side quests yeah. on the way if you want to take them up exactly like, but I really like Far Cry 5 and that's why it yeah. upsets me that this stuff kind of happens exactly traversal I mean they, they, see, if you've got a big open world they should make traversal fun but not to the point where it distracts you from what you're doing you should be allowed to just decide to do something and do because mm. there's no point in being like you know that whole Bethesda thing of like if you can see it you can go there and mm-hmm. like, I want to climb the mountain but you can't climb the mountain because you, you take three steps in toward the mountain and all of a sudden someone bungs you in the fucking back of a jeep and mm. takes you to a shack and yeah well know. that was one of the, the issues but let's not f- I mean listen I enjoy Far Cry 5 yeah problems let's not fucking talk about it fucking years ago now it? Yeah, exactly. you fucking <laughs> dick 
Right, what else? Oh, hold on, I'll tell you something that I saw. <gasps> Forza Horizon 4, that's what I'm looking for. Ah, right, so when Forza Horizon 4 was, um, yeah. was uh, announced. I'm well looking forward to it. All revealed. We had a good laugh because you know why would you say a, a, an aspirational racing game in Brexit Britain? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why would you do that? I don't understand it. I will never understand it, and it can go away. I don't no, but where do you get to cut about? Is it just like Scottish mountains? Because that's pretty boring. Uh, well, but supposedly I've been told if you could drive around London city centre or wherever you live, city centre, that'd be boss. I've heard yeah. conflicting reports because. All the material I've seen has been on the northeast quarter of the island. Right? Yeah, but that can be anywhere if it's just mountains. Well, yeah. So like, it's been like. What's the point? As far as I can tell, they they posted a picture of a map, right? And it was like Edinburgh down to about Berk upon Tweed and some other shit, right? And it was and you know very very like you know there was a lot of artistic license in there because that's the e- that's the region of the country I fucking grew up in and I mm. was like done like anything like that okay but fair enough but Chris Scullion seems to think that it's the whole island I don't know if it is what, if the it whole is, of the British Isles yeah supposedly it's it's the whole of why Great can't Britain. I think of the British Isles <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know is it the whole can you drive to Swansea I don't know I would hope not because I wouldn't want anyone to it can't be the entire no it, it won't can. be For it's, it's definitely not you have to drive in real time that'd be great yeah you have to drive behind it's a fucking guy in a beamer two hours going east to west it never yeah. indicates also the version of Princeton Street they showed uh, you know, they had Edinburgh in the trailer mm-hmm. doesn't look anything like Edinburgh so so yeah, maybe it it's not finished yet, Jim. Maybe it will. Yeah, it doesn't done. smell like fucking Weetabix. It doesn't um, smell like Weetabix and isn't full of fucking Tories. So. Edinburgh's very Tory. Oh, it's unbelievably Tory. Yeah. Okay, well, that brings us to Jack Briggs's question of what do you do on the reg that's well Tory? For me. Be from Edinburgh? Probably paying for pet insurance. And that's Jack saying it's probably paying for pet insurance. I don't oh. have a pet, so that'd be. That's just a waste of money. Uh, mine is owning a house and going in it every day. Yeah. Which is the Toriest thing possible. Fucking living in Kent and telling people you live in London. Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. I don't live in Kent. Thank you. Uh, you oh, that's the fucking Toriest. Did you just point it at the water? Yeah. Like, Pouring it at my glass. chilled. Pour in my flamingo <laughs> glass. Pouring it at the water, what demanding that the, the, the man in the room who's from the north of England serves me. Exactly. Um, exactly. No, you're uh, from Wales, mate. So let's not get fucking on, on you're from, our horses. Uh, excuse me. You're from the outskirts of fucking Croydon, excuse which is me. Kent. What? I'm not mm-hmm. from there. I just reside there. You know, mm-hmm. like Darth Vader. Oh, yeah, because in fact you're from fucking Berlin or something. Excuse me. I'm from lots of different places. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this fucking country. Tosserville. Firstly. I don't <laughs> like this country. That was quite funny when me and you weren't supporting England in the World Cup and Dave was well mad. Yeah. Yeah, it went bad for old Burns though. But yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. oh, it was horrible. It was horrible yeah. seeing like the English national football team achieve success. It, it was my it was, it was really disconcerting. Um, and also, I didn't like it because it, it robbed, the World Cup was really good, but it robbed me of Wimbo this year. Mm. It I, did, I saw I a Wimbledon advert and I was like, when's that on? And it's like, Steve, it was on and Jock won, mm. which is worse. <laughs> someone I know, this is the tourist thing, well, someone I know had tickets mm-hmm. to the men's final mm-hmm. and I was like, shit, what if Federer wins? What if I have to live the rest of my life mm-hmm. when they've seen Federer win mm-hmm. at Wimbledon live, IRL? Well, they didn't, which is good. So when Federer went out, I was like, I love you, Fed, but pff, good. You've saved me a lifetime. Well, six years of... <laughs> what is he now, like 47 or something? He's like 48 and still the best player in the world. Mm. Anyway, on to, uh, <laughs> on to the next one. No, so I want to talk about something I've seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started watching The Staircase, right? Immediately, five seconds in, immediately, he's a wrong one. 
Has oh, anyone ever looked more shifty? No, no oh, you can't just get fucking jail for looking shifty, mate. When Brexit happens, mate, you are going to be right <laughs> against the fucking wall. We won't have a police or prisons then. Anyway. I'll have my own private police. You're not going to get put just in jail for looking shifty in Brexit Britain because they'd have to fucking throw every cunt who voted for it in jail. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah might have to cut that why <laughs> don't think so my secret police is going to have 52% of the listeners of this podcast voted for Brexit it's like now because it will be disproportionately younger I yeah. imagine so, so you think probably be about 20% of people listening to this voted for I Brexit I don't know but they fucked it I mean you did fuck it if this yeah. is you yeah also so. and it, you know what there were reasons to vote. There were re- yeah, well, but at the same time, but well, none of them have come to fruition. Yeah, and fair play to you. You've mess. condemned yourself to a lifetime of, of pain. I mean, this is good. It's like, yeah, so maybe like your whole lives are going to be ruined. Yeah, I'm all for it now. I'm we're stockpiling food. You know, people That's going amazing. On about, you know, people going on about like people are insisting that we need a second referendum. No, we don't. I don't want a second. I don't want another fucking vote on anything ever again. I mean, I, I just say what here's what's going to happen. Uh, London will have a wall built around it. It'll be called New Monaco, yeah. and we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. You, on the other hand, yeah, what if they will not be fine. Just off, just that he's Croydon. That's fine. Because so my many other investments will uh, <laughs> will, will come to fruition. By that, I mean the gun that I we keep. We turn the M25 into a mall, and if anyone, hundred percent. Well, they were talking about turning an actual motorway into a parking lot yeah. in yeah. Kent, not uh, as a fictional uh, thing. If uh, anyone like, from the north of England wants to get into, Brit- into London, visas five hundred grand, it's five thousand pounds. There we go. I think uh, that's fair. No, I think it's fair. It's I think that's absolutely I mean, you'd just fair. just be like, excuse me, it's just the cost of doing business. No, yeah. you fucked everything. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, and, you know, maybe we're, we're joking here, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not joking. Agnew, or as I like to know in the better burns, mm-hmm. uh, actually asks, what should we stockpile for Brexit? Um, drugs. respect Drugs. <laughs> the third, I mean, well, actually, actually, drugs... Actually, are, drugs is a real fucking problem if you've got cancer and things like that, because... Yeah. You, no, you, I, mean, I meant, like, recreational drugs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the well, other we're going to need somewhere to forget everything, aren't we? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other stuff I don't give a shit about. Joking, joking aside, though, I think, however you voted in 2016, we've all been sold down the fucking river because nobody yeah. fucking voted for this. Like, Let's sure. just take a remote Morgan is little fucking pals making himself Basically, a picture, isn't it? I'm to Canada. Nobody voted for the entire country to be thrown into a burning skip so that Jacob Rees-Mogg can line his pockets, but that's what's happening. I so. reckon he might be in a bit of trouble should it go uh, side, completely mm-hmm. sideways, which will... And by a bit of trouble, I mean... Yeah, he might, you know, need to, you know, beef mm. things up. You know, not that I'm saying that should happen. I'm just saying that people will be understandably angry. I quite like the Norway version of Brexit that they were selling. You know, it's like if we were actually getting that, if that was if, if folk were like, I tell you what, we're just going to go the Norway route. I'd be like, okay, fine. As long as as long as everything's not going to be completely fucked, I'd be all right with it. And then bring back fucking Tony yeah. Blair, mate. This wouldn't have happened under Blair. It would have happened. <laughs> Bad stuff would have happened he, elsewhere. He's under the one Blair. thing we still all get on about. But, um, yeah. Everyone dislikes it. Yeah, <laughs> across the left, I the read, and the right. It's mad, I, isn't it? I read. Everyone um, hates big TV. Yeah. I read. Uh, uh, oh, Jones, so somebody is it? did a video on YouTube recently um, about the, the rise and fall of video gamer. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I found it and it came up in my YouTube recommendations and I watched it and it was really weird because like watching a documentary about like your own life yeah it was very bizarre yeah. anyway I'm not going to go into detail about it but it was quite I thought it was quite I good I watch that later it was quite I'll fair see what actually. fucking slander's being issued <laughs> against me yeah, exactly yeah. I thought the guy was actually quite fair and he was quite nice to all of us so you know oh. I'm sorry well, no, that's not that's not real then is it yeah yeah that's yeah. the puppy version yeah so um, but yeah uh, 
off of that, I read, I can't remember exactly where I read it, but it was a complaint about the Video Gamer podcast. <laughs> specifically, not, not as it exists now, but um, basically <laughs> something saying that Jim and Burns fucking ruined it because uh, at some point uh, during Jim and Burns' tenure, toward the end of their tenure of Video Gamer, they started getting bored and they wouldn't stop going on about fucking Tony Blair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But that's but that's that's, excellent. That is a really fair summary of of our last six months at video. And then with them, we're not even two years old at Special Gun yet, but we've also managed to get Tony Blair into a BBC episode we did on the gaming show, and we've got Rick Mail on the next one. Yeah, yeah. So in your fucking face, everyone. Special Gun was founded on the idea of me and Burns doing whatever the fuck we wanted. Of rehabilitating the image of Tony Blair. And rehabilitating <laughs> and maybe the and maybe EDM yeah. depending on uh, how much money well it's come full circle because we're talking about what you do that's regularly well Tory what was your answer Jim getting what? fucking people to uh, bring your tofu on a motorbike I was going to say yeah probably that's that, unbelievable actually. part of my regular grocery shop is uh, someone on a, on a that's Caligula shit someone mate. on a moped bringing me meat alternatives listen speak you've, you've got a fucking problem you want to get off your chest don't you it's about the fucking Greeks <laughs> Fucking hell! That sounds... You just make it sound... No, right, okay. That's another racist so, run from you. No, <laughs> unbelievable. Unfucking believable First of all, my grandfather was a separate Greek, and that's okay. sort of Greek, okay. isn't it? So, right. <laughs> no. That was just a lead into a funny joke, Jimmy. Right, yeah. your, your, indignant, your indignant reaction has Secondly, actually ruined it. Secondly, no, I don't like the implication that I'm some sort of wrong and I'm um, just explaining myself. Or right. you've, you've made yourself sound so Secondly, much more like a wrong now. And I said this on Twitter, right okay yeah. um like ubisoft have now made like three assassin's creed games where they're skirting around ancient rome uh-huh good ancient rome yeah the republic right yeah, yeah. not the fucking empire and all that stuff yeah. the republic yeah. the bit between the kingdom and the empire yeah and um and uh, and and they've now they've done like three games where it's just like one of them is ancient egypt which was great origins is fantastic yeah but it's skirt again, skirting around the Roman Republic. It's on the fucking fringes of it. Next one is going to be in ancient Greece, and I'm sorry, right? Just get on with it, lads. Is that and what you're saying? This is this is nothing against Greece, the modern nation at all. But ancient Greece can fuck off. Ancient Greece was, was it ever done for us, eh? Fucking hell, <laughs> ancient Greece. Right. The reason the Romans so just just doubling back on what I said Romans, at the start of this rant when you said you have a problem Romans with the Greeks folded in. Like the ancient Romans spent about fucking four hundred years taking everything about uh, ancient Greece that was decent and all right, and then just in and folding it, incorporating it into their own society. Stealing they it. even invented a myth that Rome was founded by a survivor of the Trojan War. So they're like, right, we've got all the good stuff from Greece now, uh, and it it you know it can fuck off basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did that precisely so that Ubisoft wouldn't have to fucking bother making an ancient version <laughs> of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but they did they did a Rome one, didn't they? But no, that's, again, that's skirting around ancient Rome because it's set in Rome, but during the fucking Renaissance. Yeah, but what's the difference? Because by that... Don't fucking start. You know exactly... You don't oh, fucking know what the difference the is. The rod is way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a vegan because you had a fucking good nibble at that. 
expected to believe listen. that fucking classically educated Steve Burns Excuse me. Berkeley. Get fucked back to Constantinople, mate. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> no, but, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, look, I mean, uh, uh, joking aside, though, Odyssey looks really good. <laughs> so, Imagine yeah. that was a written preview. Yeah, Imagine yeah. just huge rant and then... Hey, very... if, that, if we were still at a video gamer, that would be the fucking preview. Yeah. I've be... got to tell you, that the best pre- one of the best previews I've ever read was by a guy called Dave Shaw, yeah. who's a bit of a legend in the UK uh, games industry scene for reasons um, both good and allegedly bad. But he once wrote a uh, preview of... Uh, a half-page preview of Top Spin 3, where... 98% or 95% of the words were actually about an invading horde going across an icy tundra mm-hmm. and engaging in battle with various maces and swords. And at the very end, it just said, well, Top Spin 3 is a bit like that. And it just ended. And then that's the greatest preview. Superb. Apparently, he got told off for it. People were like, well, what's that got? He's like, well, if you read it, and it's like, I know, but it's, that actually doesn't mean anything. And he's like, yeah, well... <laughs> So I believe Chris Schilling, mm-hmm. yeah, that mm-hmm. fucking guy, he, he's, he tweeted me to say at first he thought it was a printing error, which means, he's done, <laughs> which means Dave Shaw has done it right. Yeah. He's done it right. Yeah. Nah, uh, Schilling's a fucking wrong annoying. He? He's a Man City fan, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Man City exactly. fan. Um, no, uh, Schilling's a nice guy, actually. <laughs> um, I was... Uh, yeah, remember when I, I wrote the first review I ever did for Video Gamer, and it was um, it was of a Worms game. It's cracking. And the entire review was essentially just imagining an alternate timeline in which Worms never existed, and the whole point was that well, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it, um, but it was a lot funnier than that. Yeah. It had funny words in. That just makes it sound like you're being a cock. Yeah. <laughs> Which you were, but it was funnier. I mean, I was being a cock. And I was you can find it if you the are. The people at Team 17 were really gracious about it. In that they they never were, actually, weren't it. they? <laughs> they were. Which is amazing, really, because uh, they should have just fucking yeah. battered you. Yeah, they should have battered me. I did deserve that. You did deserve but, you know, it. Because after, after I'd mugged them off. But, you know, yeah. very nice people. Yeah. So, you know, not so, the sort of people who, who bear grudges, apparently. I am. Didn't you, <laughs> didn't you find out the other... Didn't you say the other day, Jim, that mm. the, that guy was like 105 or something? They're like, how did you live this long? It's like loads of grudges. I remembered a grudge that i kind of forgotten the other day and mm. I felt amazing. I was mm. like, yeah, fucking yes. And then just imagine all the grudges for like decades. Yeah, I'm into like at least 15 years on one of them. And I feel good about it. Mm. I feel really good about it. Because one day, that day may never come. I've got lots of grudges against people who I can't even remember the names of and I only spoke to them on the phone for three minutes because I was doing a job and working at a call centre that they called into and I can remember every detail about what they I'm said. I'm find you. you know? Yeah, you just <laughs> you thought, know? I've had enough of I these can, cunts now. It's, it, it's not even faded, you know. Uh, it, it, the, the, the actual thing that, like, I can't... Fu- how fucking dare you say that to another human being? Yeah. But, you know... It's it, that that person, you know, might well have been someone I liked if I'd known them properly. Or yeah, know. but that's no grudges are just fun. Got to run with it, mate. Grudges mm. are fun. It's not like vendettas. That's kind of different. Mm. Like vendettas, you you really have to actually start getting you know, some physical preparation in there. How many vendettas have you got? You reckon? Um, well, I've got I've got only got one active vendetta. No, but it's Lorraine Kelly. It's isn't quite it? well. Firstly, <laughs> Lorraine Kelly is fucking yeah. on the list. Okay, mm. to law enforcement, I'm not going to you know. Dando or whatever. But have, you, have, you exp- <laughs> have you explained the story on this yeah, podcast Yeah, well, before? yeah, I explained it on like the video game one, and I'm sure there's a lot of crossover. Basically, she mocked me on TV again, 
um, when I was six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it sounds like you fucking deserved it. Yeah, I didn't actually. You should have drawn a nicer. That's my fucking origin story. Should have drawn a nicer picture. Uh, I didn't. What? It was nothing to do with fucking pictures, mate. Oh, I can't it, draw. Oh, I'm not a fucking was communist. Oh, was that was like a photo profile. Was that shit picture for so long? Was it just that mental Excuse scarring? Me. Was my that fucking. My um, self-portrait, which looks exactly like Quentin Blake drew it. <laughs> we should start selling it on a t-shirt. We really should. We should start doing merch. We could have one that says, uh, excuse me, and on the back it says, how dare you. We could have one that just says, <laughs> on the back it just says, cunt. <laughs> um, on the front it's, it's just like a list of grudges and you can fill in your own grudges. Yeah. In Biro. In Biro. You know, who's yeah, made a, a list of grudges. Yeah. What grudges would, what, are fun. What, what they're the like checklists of, in open world games. Those people what, are still what out would there. the list of Jim Burns Dave grudges be? Uh, so some of them don't even make any sense. Like, you know, fucking... What, with each other or with other people? Just with other people. Just between... I was going to say internally, there's too many till we haven't got yeah. enough time. Internally, we all fucking hate each other. But it'd be like... You know, yeah. Um, oh, well, there's a few... The Jim Burns Dave grudge list is like I mean Andy Hamilton's on there and I can't even I don't even know why yeah I mean yeah. most people like, I believe that what we do generally it's just everyone we've ever met isn't it we put them on there just because we think well they're going to be on there yeah. and then we, yeah, we, we aim to remove it. them but then they never <laughs> doing something Kurt, to Kurt McKean Kurt McKean's Don, on there because I discovered Kurt McKean and yeah. he didn't thank me his fucking Rising Star Award which he didn't deserve Come. Yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, like loads and loads of different people. Mm-hmm. Alex Donaldson's on there. Alex Lo- Don- lovely man, Alex- but he's, he's too into Sonic. Love Alex Donaldson. He's yeah. a great guy. Uh, absolutely. Sven Jocelyn from IGN. Um, it's just too. He's also too into Sonic. Yeah. Loads of guys who really like Final Fantasy. I yeah. just find that to be. Uh, I think basically anyone who likes video games, Burns especially. Has yeah. A, anyone who says that FIFA's better than Pez is is obviously a fucking wrong and mm-hmm. maybe a danger. I'm just saying. It's yeah. just a fact. Um, so everyone's on the list, but it's you know that means that you're all together. Yeah. And so you know, just Tom don't... Phillips from Eurogamer. Um, Tom Phillips from Eurogamer is on the list because he nearly died when I was there with him, and it was really hilarious. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to keep him on the list just to remind me of how hilarious that was. Like when the pool cleaning machine nearly went in his face with the big whirring teeth and that. Uh, the guy who makes Rayman, who um, cut out of an interview with me to go and get himself a mojito and didn't get me one. That's, where, <laughs> that's definitely on the list. I mean, that uh, is fair. The CEO of a high-powered organisation who saw me yawning twice at a reveal um, <laughs> and got mad about it. Yeah. The interviewee, interviewee who I turned up to LA to interview and he'd lost his voice so he couldn't answer any questions. He's fucking way top of the list. Mm-hmm. He didn't even write him down. Mm-hmm. Surely then you could go have a good day, I'm off to the pub. Um, no, because we're in a warehouse somewhere. Um, <laughs> Chris McMahon, who I used to live with in Bournemouth, yeah. um, who used to write for Games TM, and he was a very talented writer, but once mm-hmm. I met the man, yeah. um, he may be one of the most intelligent and stupid person I've ever met smashed together. I realised <laughs> he couldn't enjoy games magazines anymore because he was mm-hmm. writing for most of them. And mm-hmm. why would I pay money or even listen to any of this fucking good words mm-hmm. when I knew they were coming from the mouth of quite possibly the stupidest human being has ever been mm. I mean there's loads yeah. there's quite a lot more maybe we'll do a special podcast where I just run just down all the people this, this is what it's turned into isn't it this, that's yeah. what this one is yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Josh West Sam White Josh I mean, West that's obvious reason Josh West uh, Sam White um, um, Sam uh, White for being like you know that bit in Judge Dredd yeah. where Amanda Sante says like release the clones at the mm-hmm. end and they're, like, they're not ready yet they've not got the irony of the Burns character <laughs> they're in and he's like I need them <laughs> 
Yeah, the fucking Funko yeah. Pop army that have spawned out. Of, yeah, and this is fucking Agnew and, and Sam White and, and the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean that guy on the boat that Kurt McKean took a photo of. Yeah, anyone who looks like me, which is a uh, like a, a nearly middle aged man yeah, with a beard. Yeah. Did you put it on Twitter? The caption was um, uh, the caption was I saw Steve Burns ignoring some women on a boat, <laughs> and we were both like, he does that. <laughs> we did crease up because and it wasn't necessarily the text it was the arms folded and not even looking like and everyone else is turning to say and he's like fucking what am I doing here well I'm on a boat I might go on the boat later actually yeah it's warm enough the weather for we it, should it? go on this let's do the boat I'm not doing the boat fuck you yeah, no, no one asked you not you weren't invited not, not doing the boat because your mates always turn up yeah it's bad on the boat <laughs> it really is bad <laughs> What's the next question? Um, favourite pizza, <laughs> favourite place to order from. That's for you, I guess. Burns no, no, Adam Garnsley. I make my own pizzas. They're all artisan pizzas. I do. Yeah, you make your own pizzas. You don't even know how to turn the oven on. You take, you take do, them out of the co-op frozen pizza box and yeah. put them in the Come oven. Come up to um, not the frozen yeah, ones. Fucking gone. But they're, they're Stop f- putting the microphones up close. You'll be screaming in there. Their fridge ones are pretty good. They're not bad. They do like a stuffed crust and a double pepperoni one, which I'm, I'm quite partial to. Yeah. But generally, I don't eat a lot of pizza anymore what are you fucking holding diet. the mic stand for? You're not fucking Freddie Mercury. Um, excuse me, I am Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Mm. I've just I've got an announcement to make actually. Um, I'm back. <laughs> you got the same birthday, haven't you? What? You and you, Freddie Mercury got the same have birthday. We? Yes. There you have go. You? Yeah. I mean, look, September sixth. Yeah. Boom. QED. Is that true? Correct. Did you just make that? No, I didn't make it up. We're fucking Google it. Right, fucking Google it in front of me right now. Computer I I'm not um, fucking. I'm not having that. I'm not yeah. having you just saying stuff. I don't know. I, I, Dave, you really like pizza on the green, don't you? Yes, mate. I've never Ooh, been. September fifth. Yeah, September fifth, nineteen forty-six. So, but that was in Tanzania. So in British time, it's probably the sixth. So, oh, okay. <laughs> get done. That, well, fair enough. Yeah. All right. What there about you, go. Jim? Where do you get your pizzas from? Where do I get my pizzas yeah. from? I get um, uh, my pizzas from a place in Wandsworth called Rosso Pomodoro. I think it's called. Fucking hell. Um, mm. Because they do they do a very nice uh, vegan range. And uh, Are you googling the pizza place? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I want to make sure I pronounced it right. Uh, uh, yeah, Rosso Pomodoro. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, so um, yeah. someone I know who will go unnamed uh, is a, a mm. vegan, and I was at the house the other day. It was a new gym, mm-hmm. and they had these two magazines uh, that they obviously had delivered, mm-hmm. and one was called like Vegan Living, yeah, and then the other one was like Living Vegan, something like that. <laughs> and I'm not fucking joking, mm-hmm. right? On, on. One of the front covers, mm-hmm. one of the cover hits yeah. was vegan sandals. And it's like, you're not helping yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not <laughs> helping yourself. Yeah? You, no one likes veganism to begin with because it's for communists and you know, hippies, right? And people who. Let me tell you something. And people who say, Let me tell oh, you I, don't, I can't eat an animal. Anyway, here's my leather sofa. You know, those fucking guys. Well, you, you're just. You've just had a go at the people who don't do that by having a go at them for having vegan sandals. Yes. But so basically, everyone can fuck off. There's no. There's yes. no like. Do you not remember me just saying about the list? No, but you're you're having a go at people for yeah. having no ideological consistency. Yeah. Right after having a go at people for having ideological yeah. consistency. But basically, everyone can get in a skit. It's, 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 uh, do it's not make right. it a cover hit because that undermines your argument. <laughs> 
<laughs> just have it in the back like mail order dildos or whatever but I you don't know, think, knives but those magazines, you can buy knives and shit those magazines are not for people who are thinking about maybe giving up meat those are for people who are I'm thinking about I'm meat. ready to buy a dildo you might be thinking of giving up yeah. meat yeah <laughs> 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 fucking hell Jesus I'm thinking of uh, of going vegan yeah. Yeah. You know, out, out of spite. Yeah. Just to annoy you. <laughs> the sick boy method. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll yeah. do it because I know it'll upset you. Yeah, that's fine. And don't say it wouldn't upset you because it's your thing. It, it wouldn't upset me. It, it's oh, like when you would upset me, I literally. Member of the club, do you? Exactly. What, 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 I literally don't care what you eat. You you bloody well I, will, mate. I won't. I yeah. don't care. That's like when you bought that nice Listen, jacket and I was like, I'm going to buy it and you fucking huffed off. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat fucking arsenic yeah. for all that. It's up to you. I don't mind. Well, you can do no. whatever you want. I don't, that's not my preferred Especially in Brexit Britain, where all the meat will have fucking arsenic in it. Yeah, that's a chlorinated chicken there. Yeah. Can't wait for that. Yeah. That's going to be when we were in them, is, though, Listen, I'll never get to the stage where I'm having vegan magazines delivered tomorrow. First of all... Yeah, right. First I'm going to start all, delivering. We're going to bring this up in 2021. First yes. of all, because the idea of them. reading paper magazines, if you're environmentally conscious, is is in itself ideological. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Fuck no, off. They don't can be sustainable and print shit. No, 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 no. Well, so we start printing books yeah, then? Anything you yeah. can read in a magazine, you can read SS on the internet. Yeah, but that's stupid. Apart from that. But if you... No, but if you... No, fuck off. Right, anyway. We can plant. Oh. We can replant trees. Also, yeah. Have you not heard about? Yeah, this? but they don't. Uh, that's they the do. Problem. They've got. They've got the swell. All right. Yeah. Deforestation is not a problem. All right. I don't give a shit about You've extrapolated it to deforestation yeah, is not a problem. Exactly. Which is a few is. trees to making sustainably oh, print that's, books that's, and right. fucking no, no worries, plant no trees. No so we, we, we've, we've solved that fucking problem, I guess. Well, we, right. I mean, Jim, the Arctic Circle's on fire. We're yeah. Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend's like, oh, don't don't leave the switches on. Think about the polar bears. I'm like, the, listen, the coral reef is fucking dead. Okay, yeah. we are way, the coral way, reef is fucking dead. way past this now. I do all that stuff though. And then we go to America, and I'm like, yeah, uh, like, I fucking throw <laughs> yeah. out like so much food. Yeah, we're sitting in one. I'm like, oh no, I put the tea bag in, in the bin. I'm such a bad person. Yeah. I should have put it in the food. Yeah, but can we talk? Food. Speaking of America, uh-huh. we talk oh, about. Please don't sit there talking about fucking. I fucking America. love America, and I love America because it's weird, and I'm weird. And I can live in LA quite comfortably, and you guys hate it because you're real people, and you actually would like to live beyond maybe you know the next you know half decade. Anyway, one thing mm-hmm. that we can agree on. American M&M's are fucking so they are good. Way they better. are way yeah. better than the shit. And you know, you know what? If we get after Brexit, I'm actually for yeah. Brexit. If, if the argument was, mm-hmm. right, you get American M&M's because of like EU laws on additives and adding fucking crack cocaine to fucking children's sweets. Great. I'd be like, yes, they are on... They're unbelievable. The next Jim Bears Dave uh, t-shirt can be fucked the nanny state then. If exactly. Yeah, if you're turning vegan, that's you fucked if you want to eat M&M's, aren't you? Uh, uh, well, like most vegans, like you, I'll have like um, a little cheat thing. Because like vegans have that thing. They're allowed yeah. to eat like, I don't know. Oh, it's steak Tuesday though. That doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> yeah, like, like weightlifters, they're allowed to have a day where they, they're not just, you know, on it. Don't inject. Yeah. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. I have mm-hmm. the odd bit of dairy if I'm outside. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you I have feel a burger. Really, I also feel very bad about it. But sometimes you, know. you have a burger, don't you? No, that's you not had a burger true. in America, didn't you? What was it? It was called the Impossible Burger. Yeah, and it's like, and you know, the, the whole point of the Impossible yeah. Burger is it doesn't, it's, it's not made of meat. No, it, it had meat in our store. It didn't. It did. They did. Uh, I saw someone, as I told them to do, when you turned around, they uh, literally slipped in a patty from McDonald's, mm-hmm. which they have on hand just to teach everyone like you a lesson. 
So, <laughs> I mean, there's no meat at McDonald's parties anyway, so uh, it's still well, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but who cares? Cause it tastes fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah? But uh, this is it though, isn't it? It doesn't really matter what any individual does because America exists. And so you know that LA is pretty big as well. Yeah. I read a statistic once that if everyone on the planet lived like the average American, we would need 12 Earths. 12 entire Earths to sustain that lifestyle for everyone for like a year. That's fucking cracking. <laughs> I don't think that's a fact either. But that's I, don't, I reckon that is a fact. That's not fact. That's what so no, billion cause, people cause on that, Earth. Because that, like, because it, it highlights, they are, yeah, it highlights, it highlights the disparity, yeah. doesn't it? Because like America is, the existence of America is inherently immoral. That is not all Americans. No, yeah. that is every single fucking one of them because their <laughs> lifestyle- Why is it immoral? Because their lifestyle depends on someone else's lifestyle being fucking dog shit. Yeah. And it's the but same thing. We're not different. Yeah, that's yeah. not, yeah. That's not just Excuse America. Excuse me, Mr. Fucking Glass Mansion here. No, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm, not saying I'm fucking exempt from it. We're yeah, all, you're a fucking bad person. Don't pin this on me terrible. just because I like fucking watches and saying, McDonald's. I'm not, saying, I'm not putting it on you, <laughs> but I'm watches. saying we're all fucking terrible. How did you link that back to watches? Every fucking Because he's always going on about me. But what I'm saying is, is that essentially, like, you know, like, Basically, death to the West. Fuck it. Hey, listen. This is That's why t-shirt. This is why just six more years, isn't it? That's why I hate people who go on about how. Six more years. I hate people who go on about how well you know, communism killed. Lord. How many fucking people do you think capitalism has killed? You fucking. Capitalism moron. is like the all-time world's best killer machine. It's a fucking yeah. ace. It's like capitalism has fucking capitalism doesn't even capitalism is even honest about no, it. No, but we don't have capitalism. At least communism, capitalism is good. What at we least have communism like used to turn up to yeah. people's houses and just fucking shoot them in the head. Yeah, but this is why fascism has kills a, people slowly. But this is why fascism is a losing record because mm. there's no money in it. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, listen, I want to fucking roll around in a fucking Ferrari, listening to Led Zeppelin and yeah. eating a fucking cow. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing about this neo-fascism, isn't it? Because it's not like classic fucking we just want to be a cunt fascism. It's yeah. take it's fasc it's taking the lessons of fascism but using them to further the ideals of, of yeah. capitalism. Yeah. So, yeah, that yeah that could be problematic, like a hybrid. Yeah, yeah. we're all fucked. So how do we get onto this? You've done know. this to me, Mister Fucking. You are the one who brought up fucking veganism. No, I didn't. Let the fucking I didn't fucking that. Wait, what? I didn't fucking do that. I never said anything about veganism. You, did. you no, started I talking about how you ordered vegan life, Jim, and you exactly. started talking about it. Up. Exactly. You Thank you. Actually, next you question, please, David, up. before we go. Next question. Well, all roads lead back to Francis Ford Coppola and his wonderful cousin. Nephew. <laughs> nephew. <laughs> is it? Is it? I don't know. Which, which no, I think he is a nephew. He's one he? of his nephews, yeah. yeah. Um, from Mick Boss, that new Nicolas Cage film, Mandy, looks cracking. Was wondering, where do you all stand on Cage? Oh, he's, a, he's amazing. He has various personal... Uh, so I tweeted saying it's amazing. When one of the new trailers for one of the pieces of shit that he was making came out, and uh, I tweeted the link to it and said it's amazing that, you know, um, a lot of people won't realise, know or care that he won the Academy Award for Best Actor and he won it for a movie in which is one of the great performances. He didn't just fluke it. And someone responded saying, wait a minute, he won Best Actor. And I said, yeah. And they went, no, he didn't. That's that's a joke. Right? I was like, he definitely... He's a brilliant actor. Beyond, before night, before 2000... <laughs> Mm -hmm. So I reckon the cutoff point is probably gone in 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Before that, so there's this tra action transition, but from, let's say, 1980 mm -hmm. through the stuff that he did with Coppola and all of, you know, was it Moonstruck 
um, Vampire's Kiss, Raising Arizona, mm-hmm. Leaving Las Vegas. Those are all really fucking good movies. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he became Nicolas Cage, and not the act, and not. Yes. He's a fucking genius. But then he has done shit like Ghost Rider. Yeah. And Knowing. I really like Knowing. It's just so just shit well, that it's uh, enjoyable. Wasn't that directed by the guy who did Dark City? Uh, Alex Prius or whatever his yeah, name is? Yes, it was, yeah. So, you know, it's like one of those where it could I be good. Ghost it's pulpy Rider enough to was... work, Knowing. It's pulpy enough to work. I remember people liking Ghost Rider. Nah. Did they like Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider was directed by the guys who did Crank. Nobody Was there a fucking World Trade Center film like five like five years after the? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the one by Thingy. World Trade Center. By what's his name? They didn't fucking hang about, did they? Yeah, the director Oliver Stone. That's the guy. Yeah. Well, he's also in loads of brilliant films. What's the... Um, Wasn't he picked to play the professor? In the oh, Badly Tenant. Badly Tenant, poor cool New Orleans. Not to be confused with Badly Tenant, Harvey Cartel gets his knob out. <laughs> Which is... Uh, I mean, that, that is the way you describe, literally. Is it the iguana one or the knob one? <laughs> yes. Uh, I didn't even hear... What is this Mandy one? Action, horror, thriller. Ooh, I'm in. I'm oh, Mandy! That. It's set in 1983. Good year. I really like him. Uh, so Dave and I came back. Oh no, no, we're still in LA. Yeah, we watched it, but Jim and I've been out. Fucking hell, Bert. Do you want to sit somewhere in the same postcode as the fucking microphone? Oh, so don't pull the mic in. Don't stick it down your fucking gob and don't fucking part yourself. And also, preferably don't grab the pole continuously. <laughs> Shut it. Listen, Jesus. this is perfect. Uh, so yeah, Dave and I in our super Airbnb in LA. I came in and Dave was watching a bit of Face Off and I was like, okay, so we sat down and watched it. And it is the movie that changes in your opinion of it, I think. In my opinion, the biggest between when I saw it as a, when I was a kid. I'd have to agree with that. And when, because the, when you see it as a child or when you're young, mm. you're like, all you're seeing is the action. And mm. the action is incredible. The action is still incredible. When you see it as, ad, as an adult, as someone tweeting me, it's a Coke simulator. Every single <laughs> That is the most accurate description of that. It's the film. best review of anything. And when you, the way that they walk, John Travolta, he can't turn without like a sachet or <laughs> like grabbing. They, they, yeah, they, imagine how much fun that is to be John Travolta and get the problem. Yeah. And they're all like, hey, we've got touching people's with, uh, faces. With Nicolas Cage. And what we want you to do is, you know, Nicolas Cage when he's off his box, allegedly, we want you to be that for two hours. Fuck yes! Yeah, that'd be I brilliant! Mean, it's the greatest sell to any actor. We want you to be Nicolas Cage. Yeah, just go mad. Just go mad. And you have to remember as well that when that movie came out, that was one year after leaving Las Vegas. So he's like, I've got the fucking Academy Award now it's time to have some real fun and I just say if you you saw it before and you're a bit younger watch it again it's the greatest it's so bizarre oh actually another film that we talked about before that I don't think it's a great film although we both agreed that it was a we thought it was a great script Lord of War Lord of War yeah uh, by Andrew Thingybob who did uh, Gattaca Uh, yeah really good I didn't like Ethan Hawke in it I didn't think Ethan I didn't think it was a good enough foil uh, but he was really good at Nicolas Cage's mm. a moral arms dealer. And there was loads of great scenes in it, like the yeah. opening to Buffalo Springfield. And when he hires, out the, um, he hires out the resort and he says, you can't make someone fall in love with you with money, but you can leave with the odds in your favour or whatever. And they're the only two people there. Um, yeah, it had great moments in it, but yeah. But you're not the biggest fan of Nicolas Cage, are you, Jim? 
That's what he said 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. You said, he's shit. And we both went, he's not. No, I didn't. That was no. literally yeah. we 54 record. minutes and 44 seconds ago. Yeah. No, I didn't. You I said didn't. something like that, though. I didn't. And like is enough to be it, I suppose. Maybe we're in a post-fight world, so... I yeah. didn't say anything of the fucking sort. But what you think about other actors who had lulls and mm-hmm. had... Like, other big actors, because that's where Nicolas Cage was going. Nicolas Cage was going into that De Niro, Pacino top tier because he had a weirdness about him and he had an everyman quality but also so he mashed those two together mm-hmm. and he was a fucking great actor and then he you know I think he had some problems in his personal life and it's rumoured that he had to make a lot of movies to pay for alimony or whatever I'm not sure if that's true but I don't know it sounds like a Nicolas Cage thing but other actors had that and they fell off and then they came back so Al Pacino in the mid to late 80s makes a string of duffers like uh, Revolution and a few other ones. And Abitude himself had described himself as, before that, he was the toast of Hollywood after Scarface. And then uh, before that, he was the toast of Hollywood. And after that, he was the burnt toast of Hollywood until 1989, Sea of Love. And then he comes back, there's a few more things, and then he's in heat and bang, Abitude is fucking back, right? Robert De Niro never really had that. He was always at the top and then just decided, well, I'm, I'm old now, so fuck it. But Nicolas Cage hasn't yet come back around. I do believe there'll be a time when Nicolas Cage comes back in like Al Pacino, but just extended for like three times the amount, and comes back to being a really serious actor. I don't know, he's getting on a bit. He is, yeah, he's not the youngest. He's not that old. Like that was lifestyle. He's 55? <laughs> yeah. He's not 55. Is he? He's around there. Yeah. Oh, right, he's got loads of time there. He's got fucking... Let's get him in for Nicolas Cage. Hold on, let's find out. I, I saw maybe he's... Let's get you know. in our film. I mean, he's not that much older than us. 1964. Do the numbers. So he's, well, he's 20 years older than you. He, so yeah, he's about, he's, yeah, 53, 54. Yeah. He just, he just looks very weathered. Yeah. <laughs> he looks tired because he has to get I can't up. wait for the Nicolas Cage comeback. Exactly. That's be See, that's why the Nicolas Cage, when he turns 60, the Nicolas Cage comeback is going to be fucking, because he's going to do... Sorry, hang on, I'm just, I'm just I'm still getting past the fucking, the, the idea that somebody who's 20 years older than me is not that much older than me. Well, he's not that much older than you, is I he? I mean, how fleeting do you think life is? Like, Listen, 20 years I've got six years right? left, mate. <laughs> he's not that much older. <laughs> but, so, you know what it is? It's like when, uh, when Sean Connery, right? So Sean Connery, again, was the biggest star, one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. And he was a really good-looking dude, right? Mm-hmm. But then he kind of aged into being, like, middle-aged. Yeah, he fucked it. And, and then he looked like a fucking By the time he bag. did, like, Never Say Never Again, he looked it, fucking terrible. And that was 83, terrible. right? So yeah, he looked yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah. But then you roll into 1990 for The Hunt for October, and he's, he's let himself go grey, he's wearing a grey wig. You know, like, yeah, Sean Connery looks fucking amazing, because yeah. he looks how old do you think he should look. Mm-hmm. Not wearing a fucking brown wig and tanned cunt. Yeah. And then he does what? Medicine Man after that? And a bunch um, of other shit. He does, yeah, he does Medicine Man where he's got long hair. Mm-hmm. And then well, he does, uh, he do uh, the Russia House. And, but, and then he moves into doing fucking, does The Rock. Mm-hmm. And Entrapment. And loads of cool shit. And you're like, he's fucking back, baby! I remember Sean Connery on the, uh, doing an interview about the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And... <laughs> It was, in, it was incredible because they were asking, like, well, why did you want to play Alan Quaterman? And he said, well, they offered me the Matrix and I didn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
uh, and I turned it down. And then uh, they offered me something else. They offered me Star Wars, and I didn't understand it, so I turned that down. And then they offered me this, and I didn't understand it, and I thought, I better fucking do it, just in case it's a hit. <laughs> and, uh, turns out. Uh, it turns out. Out of three. Can, oh, you, wow. can you imagine episode one yeah. with Sean Connery's Qui-Gon Jinn? Yeah, greatest movie you've ever seen, right? Because he'd just been taking the piss out of it. Mm. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been serious at all. He'd been like, he was offered Qui Gon Jinn, wasn't he? he, he might, that he must have been the role he was offered. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, unless I'm just talking complete shit. Well, apparently, in um, in, the, uh, in anticipation, which is mm. the book about people getting too excited about episode one, uh, Liam Neeson was always the front runner. He was always meant to be here, Qui Gon. But that doesn't mean that someone didn't call mm-hmm. uh, Sean Connery's agent and say, look, we want you for this. Because then if he says yes, you've got more pressure on everyone else to either say yes or accept a reduced fee mm-hmm. or whatever. Because that's how it works out there, isn't it? And in here. That's how it works in here as so well. So we'll phone Nicolas Cage and say, we've got Sean Connery, so you if, best... If we called Nicolas Cage and said we had the money, he'd fucking be in it. I'm 100%. If you sell a couple of your watches, we can get Nicholas Cage in a short film. <laughs> Cut to next week, hey. Right, yeah. listen, hold on, I've got to go now, because it's too yeah. warm in here, and the fan's gone off, because fucking sounds and that, oh, isn't it? We have to but listen, oh, listen, sorry. we'll be back soon with some really, really good stuff regarding Brexit. The new original programming, yeah? Because we love you guys. All right, <laughs> I'm off now. I'm going to the pub. Goodbye. Bye.